Welcome to the Lovability Podcast. My name is Jennifer Stiers, and I'm here to talk love, relationships, sex, marriage, and everything in between. Hello, everyone. Happy Friday. Welcome to the Lovability Show. I'm your host, Jennifer Stiers. Uh, great to see all of you uh, and see all of you that are popping on here. Uh, it's uh, it's almost the new year. I cannot believe it. I mean, I'm literally getting ready for the show and I'm thinking, how did we get here? How did a whole year pass? I guess uh, the last six months of my life has been a blur <laughs> building this app. So doing my day job and then working till about one o'clock in the morning every night to uh, to do my the app and get this thing ready for all of you. So uh, exciting stuff, but Jen's tired. <laughs> so Jen needs a, a giant nap for 2024. Uh, so what do I need to let go of? I need to let go of working all the time. But, uh, but the focus is on you guys today. So, uh, so uh, I want to talk about, you know, how we how we end an end a year. And I know 2023 has has been tough for a lot of people. I know it was tough for me. I know it was tough for some of my friends. Uh, I know a lot of people, including myself, that lost uh, loved ones this past year. It's been a rough year. So I cannot be more excited about a new year. And I really do believe that we do have to reflect. I'm not a New Year's resolutions person. Uh, it's more about intention. But I do think we need to, as we flip into a new year, we get a restart. We kind of have that energy behind us. Uh, we do need to look at what's working in our life and what's not working in our life. And since I get to help you guys focus on your love life, that's what we're going to talk about today. But I would encourage you to look at anything, anything in your life in any area. If it's not working, try something different. You know, I mean, at the end of the day, it is why I built this app because, <laughs> because everybody's, do, everybody's going from dating app to dating app to dating app and not doing anything different. And what, what else different is there, which really is very relative to what we're talking about now, because if you've done dating apps or if you've not done dating apps, whatever it is that you've done, if it's not working for you, you need to try something else, right? I can tell you, I think the biggest thing that probably everybody Every single person almost out there needs to change uh, and modify and think about is the dating app mentality and what it's brought to uh, the dating world and finding love world. And that is the fact that everything's so superficial, right? So everything that all that this technology is created through swiping um, has become um, has become very, very superficial. And so, 
literally I've watched you guys swipe on these apps, these faces, you know, in seconds. How are you going to find somebody like that? You know, you've got to, you've got to do something different. And I, I've said it all along for years and years and years. You need to meet somebody. You need to find people you have commonalities with, whether you're attracted to them or not, you need to meet them because you can become attracted to them the more you're around them or the more commonalities you have. And that's something every single person needs to probably change a little bit and modify a little bit because this this whole world has has come over the last 20 years. It's become more and more focused on the superficial. It's become more and more focused on the outside, not the inside of somebody. And when we fall in love, that's what we fall in love with, who the person is inside. But if we never meet people because we're not attracted to the outside of them, how are we going to know if we're going to love the inside? And you can fall in love with the inside first, right? I know I was just listening to uh, one of my dear friends, Bella Gandhi. She just did a, she was just on Good Morning America yesterday, but she was talking about her husband that she's been married to, I want to say 20 years. And they were friends for like six years before they were, um, before they got married, before they got into a relationship. And there was no attraction there beforehand. But once they turned the corner, they, it was, it was full for like they have this very happy marriage now and beautiful children and happy family. And this was not something that was romantic. This was not an attraction. And so, you know, like I said, I think the first thing I would tell all of you to try is, um, is to try looking for what's within and not, um, what is on the outside and high authentic beauty. Uh, so, um, so we, uh, we're launching the app uh, January 4th. So that is the night of my uh, launch party here in Dallas. We're launching a DFW. And uh, that is, uh, that's to answer your question on the thread here. And I'm looking, guys. Uh, that is when we launch the app. So uh, so let's, let's move forward as, as far as the show. Um, the first thing I think that I think needs to be changed and managed as we move into the new year our expectations. So expectations for ourselves and expectations for other people, because both of those things hold us back, right? Um, I think there's so many people out there, and I do talk to you guys every day about stuff like this, and you get down on yourself sometimes because you haven't found the right person or you keep choosing the wrong person and you're alone and you're afraid of being alone, which is another thing we need to let go of. <laughs> that fear. But um, but these expectations that we have, that we should be married, or we should be in a relationship, or um, a relationship is everything, it defines who we are, um, uh, What whatever those beliefs are that you have individually about relationships and love and yourself, let go of those things. Let, let some of those, I mean, allow them to be whatever they are. Um, I heard somebody say this a long time ago, and it really just, it really goes for everything in life. If you can fall in love with where you are now and, and the place that you are now, that's the key to success to everything, right? Because when you're happy, that's when you meet people. Uh, you always hear people go, well, I gave up. I just, you know, went on with my life. I was happy, enjoying myself. And then boom, there this person came. Why? Because you were happy. And so I feel like the main 
the main uh, point of this conversation is do find what makes you happy, find what fulfills you, and uh, let go of the expectations you have for who you should be, where you should be. Um, you know, it could be job related, it could be uh, money related, it could be relationship related. Let go of all those expectations and just accept where you are. And, and be happy with where you are. And even if it's not where you want to stay, that's okay. Just fall in love with where you are. Be happy where you are. Understand that everything is a process and it takes steps and time. And of course, prayer in the good Lord uh, to, to bless you with um, whatever he's going to bless you with whenever he's ready, not whenever you're ready, and then kind of go from there. Uh, I think expectations of others is a big one as well, because that's, to me, one of the biggest killers of people finding love to start off with, if, before you even meet anybody. Uh, you know, it's it's one of the things I've always said. It's why, as a matchmaker, I've always set people up. They don't talk before they go on a first date. They don't. Why is that? Um, they don't talk because if they talk, things will get messed up, right? The expectations start rolling in right? He contacts her about a date the next weekend. She's wondering why he hasn't texted her enough, called her enough. He's not excited enough. There's all kinds of assumptions made because of the expectation we have for somebody else to be something they're not or to do something they didn't do. It's just not fair to do that. And so if we just don't have any expectations, we just have excitement and hope for what is to come, that will help us to move forward in, uh, in wherever we're going. We just had the lights go out. It's better than the power going out, which we had go out one time as well. Um, okay. And then we, um, and then we have negative beliefs about, um, what you attract and what's available out there. Um, should I try to turn these back on? Um, but, uh, I know it's really dark. It's very dark in here. Um, negative beliefs about what you attract. Um, and it's okay if we see you. Um, I think there's that, that belief of where have all the good people gone? Where'd all the good men go? Where'd all the good ladies go? There aren't any good ones. They're all married. Forget all that. Forget all that. I do this for a living. There are plenty of amazing people out there. And there are plenty of amazing people out there that are looking for other amazing people like you. If we can let go of those beliefs of there's no good people out there. Um, uh, I'm not going to find anybody, you know, worthwhile. The I think sometimes those beliefs inside too of the negative, our negative self thoughts of not being worthy of someone or being too old. I hear this from a lot of you. Uh, you know, some of you are afraid to let go of relationships, you know, that you've been in or that aren't working where you're not happy because you're afraid you may not find anybody else. And let me tell you something. If you never, if you get out of a relationship you're not happy with or somebody you're not in love with and you never find anybody else, you're better off because you can actually be happy <laughs> where when you're not in a relationship that makes you happy and you're in a relationship that does the opposite of that, even you're, you're moving in the wrong direction, right? So at least if you're able to manage yourself and control what is, is coming into your life and out and out of your life, then you can maintain some level of happiness. Uh, so, 
super important that you get rid of the beliefs about um, whether, you know, something's going to work or not going to work. So um, timeframes. I feel like people need to let go of these timeframes they have, uh, whether you're 35 and you want to get married and uh, you want to have children. Uh, and and I hear more and more, so many people are doing this, uh, these ladies that are getting to a point where they're uh, 39 years old, 40 years old, and they haven't met their partner and they just want to have a baby. So they just have a baby by themselves. Um with help, of course, you know, um, but without a partner. And, you know, I, there's just all these, uh, these other things happening with all of our own agendas. And I want all of you to be happy. And I understand some for some of you that that includes family and kids. But where in the world have you left God in the equation of anything? So if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. And if you're supposed to have them, wouldn't God have brought the right person to your life to have them? I don't know. Um, conversation, uh, conversation for, you know, you to have with yourself. And if you're a believer with the Lord, uh, and, um, and I, you know, I'm just, I'm just saying with all of it, with all of it, whether it's babies or a relationship, I really feel like we need to, we need to consult um, you know, something bigger versus ourselves, because we push our own will on things. We should be here. We should have this. Um, you know, you're a certain age, you've been single a certain amount of time, uh, whatever the reason is, whatever your motivation is, we definitely need to think, uh, differently about that and let, let it happen. Let things happen naturally because when you try to push things, that's another thing with that too, is if somebody is in your life and they feel pressure because you have pressure to do something or be something or be married. If you know how many times I've heard people that have broken up, that were in perfectly healthy relationships because one person was pushing for marriage or a baby too soon and the other one wasn't ready. So the whole relationship blows up because somebody had to push their timing and push their will. Let's let go of that. Let's let go of those expectations and beliefs um, like that so that we can actually enjoy our life and, uh, and, and uh, move forward. Uh, you know, I think another thing we need to let go of as social media has taken over so many people's lives is letting go of that comparison to others. We, you know, so many people get on social media and they look around and they're, I mean, I hear people come to me and they'll say, oh, well, you've seen Mary. She's in another relationship. How can she keep finding people and I can't find anybody, you know, or, you know, what, whatever it looks like. It could be somebody's house. It could be their possessions. It could be their clothes. It could be their boyfriends, their girlfriends, whatever it is. Um, let's not compare ourselves to them. We never know. I mean, there are plenty of people and I see them and know them that go from relationship to relationship. No, they're not alone, but they're not happy, right? They've just, they've, they, they may have somebody, but, but how happy are they with that somebody, right? And we all know those people, some of those people too, that keep getting in relationships, but those relationships keep failing too, right? Many of them. So not that I would wish that upon somebody, I'm not, I'm just saying that watch what you're being jealous of, watch what you're admiring, because it's not always what you think, what it seems, and it's not always as great as as, as it may look. So I feel like it's super important to, um, to uh, 
be looking at those things. If you guys want to chime in too, or say hi, I would love that just to know you're here. Uh, we talked about unrealistic expectations, comparisons to others, fear of being alone. This is a big one. Um, you know, uh, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm not going to say the opposite, but you should get so we should be able to be so happy alone in our own space, with our own self, with our own life, with our own activities, with our own self-love, with our own joy that we have brought to ourselves, we should be able to be able to be happy enough where we don't need anybody else. We don't need anything to complete us. Um, it booted me out. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, we're having all kinds of technical stuff here. Um, but, but you should... Don't be afraid to be alone because like I said earlier, when you're alone, at least you can control your happiness where if you're in the wrong relationship um, and you're not happy, it that the difficulty, and we've all been there, of having to get out of those things and break somebody's heart or, um, or hurt your life or hurt your kid's life or whatever it may be, um, all of that gets very, very complicated. So don't be afraid of being alone. When you are able to be alone, be happy, be really happy where you are. And I always say, if you get to a point where you're happy alone and that the only person you'll allow in is somebody who could expound on your happiness, that could, that could make you better, make your life better and more joyful and more, I don't want to say complete, but um, then it is, that's when you have found a good mix. That's when you found a good partner. But needing someone out of not the fear of being alone um, is not the right way to go into a relationship. And fearing being alone will keep you alone because it also puts your, um, your energy in a state of desperation. And trust me, people feel it. I'm just saying, I, I, uh, I hear people talking about it all the time where they go out with somebody and they'll say, you know, they were really nice. We had a good time. They were just trying too hard. That doesn't work either. Right. So, you know, that, that fear shows. So let's, let's embrace ourselves and let's embrace being uh, happy alone until the right person, uh, comes along and being alone again, can be a very fruitful time for you to do some self-discovery, to figure out what you like, what you don't like, because between every relationship, you change. Who you are now is different than who you were two years ago as you're going into a, a relation or you got into a relationship or getting out. We grow and we change. And so it's really important to take that self-reflection time uh, after a relationship to see who you are at this point and how things may have changed for you as to what you want in the future. So great time to self-reflect. And um, I tend to hear from people that they're more attracted to people that have taken that time and are taught and then are able to talk about what they learned about themselves during, uh, during times like that. Um, hey, Ron, happy holidays to you too. Uh, final football games coming up, guys, bowl games. I'm not excited about the Orange Bowl. <laughs> I'm a Georgia fan. And I am not excited that we're not going to a playoff game that read a stupid Orange Bowl. Anyway, uh, 
nothing to be excited about there. So um, what I need to let go of is that the Georgia Bulldogs are not going uh, to the national championships this year <laughs> and be okay with that. And I am. Um, okay. The other thing we need to let go of as people and in relationships is it enabled to move forward is negative self-talk. Uh, you know, all of the, all of the things that we, um, that we say about ourselves, about our worth, um, about our ability to find love, about our ability to find good people, about our ability to attract good people, all of that makes a huge difference. So it's, there's a book that I love. I, it's, it's a baby book. I mean, in my opinion, it's, it's written, you could read it to a 10 year old, but it's good information. And a lot of you may not know it, but there's a book called, um, called how to talk to yourself. Um, what to say, sorry, what to say when you talk to yourself. It's by Shad Homesteader. And it's all about how that self-talk that we have and how it, how it actually not only makes an impact on your brain, but it changes your cells. We move toward what our, what our brains are thinking about. And that self-talk shows up in our life. So how we feel actually changes changes what happens in our life. And that is a, that is a physiological, biological fact. Um, and I, I encourage you um, to, to look into things like that. If that's something that you do, if you tend to be more negative or you tend to have those uh, negative conversations about yourself or have negative self-talk or know that you don't have self-worth, um, that is a great book. There's also another really good book um, by my friend Bruce Lipton called The Biology of Belief. It's a lot more complicated to read uh, from a medical perspective, but it, it talks about how, you know, the things that you say to yourself matter and how they make a difference and how what you say comes out and manifests in your life. Um, because of the fact that your subconscious mind doesn't know the difference between the, your thoughts and what you say and what is real. So you have to really be careful what you're thinking or what you're saying. And uh, I catch myself all the time. <laughs> I promise I do. Uh, so uh, super important that we're aware of what's coming out of our mouth and what's spinning around in our little brains or our big brains. Um, okay. Uh, I think I said uh, desperation for love. We need to let go of being desperate. Um, building that fulfilling life for yourself, letting go of this thought of needing anyone else. We should, we do need each other. Men need women, women need men. We need each other in relationships, but not in the sense that we're incomplete without them. We just need, par partnerships are, are a part of, our existence are part of who we are. Um, they, I mean, you look at the research on relationships and, and what they do for our lifespan and our happiness. We are designed to be in relationships, but we're designed to be in the right relationships. Uh, so um, important that we desire to be in the right relationship. We don't need it. Okay. Even though I just said what I said. Uh, Nancy said, I think saying someone tried too hard after a first date is a bit harsh. Perhaps a person was trying to get to know the other person. Thoughts? Um, yes, uh, for sure. Um, I do think that, um, I do think that, 
you know, sometimes, and I do, I think that's the reason why people should go on second dates. They dismiss somebody after a first date because the chemistry or the attraction wasn't there. And everybody tries too hard on a first date, or I shouldn't say tries too hard on a first date. Everybody tries on a first date, right? They should show up. They should show up at their, with their A game. And, um, and whether or not you like the person or not, and I love you daters because they're, you guys are out there, uh, you daters that go out there and you may even know, like you may be on a date and you say, I've heard, and I've heard you guys say, you know what? I wasn't really attracted to them. There was red, there was a couple, I shouldn't say red flags, but orange flags, but I stayed and listened. I didn't, I didn't allow my mind to shut down and my energy to shut down and we ended up having a better time or I'm going to give it a second date. But it it's amazing what we can do and how quickly we dismiss people um, t- too quickly, how we, how we dismiss people. No, everybody's probably a little bit nervous on a first date, right? Everybody's a little nervous on a first date. I wish we could take away first date jitters, but you can't. We're always nervous first time going into anything, our first you know time going somewhere, meeting someone new, whether it's a relationship, a person, a you know job interview, whatever it is. We get a little nervous doing that, but everybody's a little nervous. So let's give each other a little grace, right? Um, let's give each other a little grace and uh, and move forward with that. So um, maybe um, maybe a little harsh, but I think Nancy, the thought behind that is that try to just be your authentic self, right? If somebody's picking up vibes that you're trying too hard, you're probably not showing up as yourself on a date. And, uh, and I will say though, I do hear it a lot. And I always tell people they were probably just a little nervous. It was a first date, right? Uh, so grace, 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 grace. Uh, Christy Zavar, hello, happy holidays to you. Beautiful picture. Um, good to see you guys. You know, it's been fun with this launch coming. How many people are coming out of the woodwork that I haven't seen and talked to in a while. Uh, so, uh, wonderful. And, uh, and Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays to everybody. Um, okay, you guys are going to love this next one. So the next one on my list is settling for less. Okay, settling. That's a crazy word. A lot of people don't know what that means. Um, we're not settling when we try something new and we or we go out with somebody or give something a chance that we may not think meets up to our standards right? Because sometimes our standards aren't realistic either. So super important that we not settle. We settle because we think there won't be anything better. Or we think we're too old or we think whatever we think, all those limiting beliefs. We don't want to settle for those reasons, right? But we also want to be careful with that word settle also, you know, because people want from doing what I do, one thing I do know is people go in to the dating scene sometimes with a little bit of um, maybe unrealistic uh, viewpoint of who they are. And we need to be equally yoked. And so if, if you judge somebody else before you've met them or as soon as you've met them, you might be missing out on an amazing opportunity with somebody Um, thinking that, oh, they don't have the job or the education that I do or that I want or that I need or that I like, yet they're perfectly suited for you in many other ways. And 
You know, I, I just, I, I think of so many instances, whether it be um, a looks thing where they think somebody thinks they might be settling, um, money, jobs, status, uh, college education. Do you know how many people are multi-gazillionaires that never had a college education? I mean, all these judgments are made before we meet people. So I don't want you to settle for something because you don't think there's anything better. And I do, I do hear that a lot. I do. Like, oh, well, I liked him, but there's some red flags. But I'm just going to keep trying because he's better than anybody else I've met in the past two years. And I don't want to be too picky. So I think people go from that too picky to the, you know, to that other place pretty can go there pretty quickly if they've met somebody and, and see value in them and want to hang on to them. Um, so, but understand that there are red flags. So it's really important that you know who you are, you know what you want ahead of time. You're not settling for less than you deserve. You're not settling for um, less than you know you want. Uh, and you're also not dismissing people that you shouldn't be dismissing because maybe they bring something of value to the table. Uh, okay. Uh, so, uh, Nancy, it's okay. I love you to pieces. Not that your comment was harsh. Apologies if sound like that. Um, uh, nerves. Yes. Everybody's got nerves on a first date. Ron says we need to start liking each other again and stop objectifying one another. Um, rely on our spirit of connection. Men and women are not liking one another anymore. Settle on someone that makes your soul laugh. You know, I, Ron, I couldn't agree more. And I couldn't, you put that so well. You know, I, I was just telling somebody the other day, you know, people fall in, like, they fall in love with people's faces. I mean, they just fall in love with the appearance and the thought and, and this image of somebody versus falling in love with somebody's soul. And that's really what it's about is, is, we want to fall in love with somebody's soul. In order to fall in love with somebody's soul, you have to meet them. You have to see their soul. They have to let their soul be seen, right? They have to feel safe with you. It All of this is the most important stuff. And you're right. People, people don't like each other anymore. People judge each other. They don't even get to a first date because they don't think somebody's good enough for them or cute enough for them or, or young enough for them or, or, or exciting enough for them or energetic enough for them. You haven't met the person, you know? I mean, give people a chance. Uh, Okay, see, I can go off on tangents all over the place. Um, we talked about, I think we talked about fear of rejection. Uh, you know, who cares? Who cares if you get rejected? Um, my, my ex used to say this, and I use it all the time because it's like my favorite saying now. Scared mice don't get the cheese, right? And I used to laugh at that, but it's so true. Like, scared mice don't get the cheese, don't be a scared mouse. If you want the cheese, go for the cheese, right? Um, it, it's yours for the taking. There's always a way to get it, <laughs> you know? Um, how many people have, have had those little mouse traps and the mice get the little cheese without setting off the trap? There are ways. It it If you don't try, you're going to fail 100% of the time, right? So don't fear rejection. Go for what you want. Just understand that no's are not not always personal, right? Um, it, it, you, sh you should get comfortable, get very, very comfortable getting no's. You should get very, very comfortable telling people no. The more comfortable you get telling people no, the more comfortable you're going to get at accepting a no. 
fact. Uh, all you ladies out there and men that ghost or, you know, or try to sugarcoat why you don't like somebody or want to go out with them again, it's okay to just say no, you don't want to go out again. It's okay to say no, this isn't for me or no, there's nothing here. I don't feel like there's enough sustainability or attraction or, um, you know, didn't have enough legs and, you know, we don't have enough in common, you know, for this to work. But say it. Be, it, when you get comfortable saying no, you'll get more comfortable with receiving no's. And it's it's just an important piece of the yin and the yang of, of finding the right person. We also have to get, when we get comfortable with rejection, um, we also get more comfortable with our own um, with our own ability to reject. And uh, those go definitely hands in hand, hand in hand. Um, so uh, another one is overthinking. God bless America. This is a huge one. Please, I, if I could remind all you ladies, um, ladies way more than gentlemen, I promise you this one thing will change your dating life. It will. It will change your dating life. Get your brain out of it. Ladies, the place where, and we do it, we, we do this. Let's just be honest about it. When we meet somebody and what they say, what they do, what they don't do, um, how they do it, how they say it, everything is under a microscope with you ladies. And we, it rolls through our mind. You don't hear from a guy for two days and you're like, oh, he's, he's a player. He's dating a bunch of other people. I just need to move on. You know, where, where did that come from? Right? Where did, where did that, and then the guy comes back and he's like, oh, sorry, um, had a, had a family emergency and had to go out of town. And she's already out the door energetically because she blew him off because she made up some story that he wasn't interested in her because he was a player. And we can talk ourselves out of people really quickly. If I, 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 if I could change this one thing with you ladies, this one thing with you ladies, it would change everything in, in your dating life. So I cannot stress to you enough, let things be what they are. Allow people, allow men to show up how they show up. Just observe, watch, see if it's for you. If it's not for you or it's not the way you would do things, talk to them about it. You know, if, if you, maybe you, you know, it's been two weeks since you went on your first date and he's not been the best at communicating. Maybe when you're having a great, happy conversation on your second date, you could bring up the fact, you know what? I didn't think you were interested anymore because I hadn't heard from you, you know? And then maybe he says back, well, I'm not the best at communicating. I get really busy with my work and really, you know, really uh, consumed. And I just forget about my personal life, which is probably why I'm where I am right now. I'll get better at that. But you, some of you people never make it that second day to ask that and to talk about it because you've already blown them off, right? Be willing to have the conversations and talk to somebody about what you like and what you don't like and what you need. And from a place of this is what I like, not you have to change to make me happy. And that is super, super, super key. Uh, okay. Uh, so overanalyzing will ruin your dating life. It will absolutely ruin your dating life. Um, okay. Uh, so also let go of la past year's disappointment. Um, let go of disappointments or regrets that you have. 
why take them with you? Why, why focus on them? They're not serving any purpose to do that, right? Uh, we all fail. We all make mistakes. Um, we all do stupid stuff. We all say stupid things. And let it go. Don't bring it with you. Uh, learn from it. What did you learn from it? Which is very important. And move forward. But don't go in to the new year with all your past disappointments. You know, I think I started off here saying to people, last year was a rough year, you know, but there were disappointments. There were sad, sad things that happened. There were things that I don't want to have. But if I bring those energetically with me every day, especially into a new year, but every day, if I bring those disappointments with me, I'm, I'm creating a space for more of that energetically. I just am. And so it's really important to just let go of what happened, let go of the breakup, let go of losing um, a partner, let go of, um, you know, uh, of making a stupid mistake and losing somebody that you loved. Let go of those things. What did you learn and move on, right? Um, just cut it loose. And, uh, and you know, I, I think that's the big lesson in all of this is you can't create change and move forward and make things different if you carry around the same beliefs, thoughts that you had going in, you know, going into things previously. So you have to change what you're doing. You have to change your habits. You have to change your the things that you do, the things that you say, the places that you go. I mean, for those of you that are looking for love, I mean... If you keep looking in the same places, you keep going to the same places, you stay on the same apps for year after year after year, how are things going to change, right? If you keep going after the same type of person, how are things going to change, right? Shake it up. The best, the best people, and I will tell you, that I have so many stories of people that have said, Jennifer, the one thing I listened to you about was trying somebody new. You know, go out with somebody you wouldn't normally go out with, that you wouldn't normally like, and just try it. Those are the people that end up falling in love, that end up in these happy relationships that you, you look at and you go, I don't see that, but they're so happy because they tried something different, right? So it's, it, I think a lot of it, has has been based on the fact that so many people are so focused on the exterior they're fo so focused on somebody's looks on that chemistry on that attraction um and by the way you can't have chemistry with somebody you've never met right and chemistry can show up later so if you go out with somebody and you may not be attracted to them but you really like them and you had a good time and you had fun go out with them again Chemistry shows up over the best chemistry shows up over time, right? Those initial, those initial connections where people are like have butterflies or attracted to each other or, you know, instantly want to like rip each other's clothes off. Those are the things that never work out. They are. Those are the ones that don't work out long term. I um, hear very few stories of those ever being successful. Yet when people leave a date and they say, you know what? 
I did. I wasn't really attracted to that person, but I really liked them. They were interesting. They were fun. I would go out with them again just because we had a good time and a good conversation. Those are the people that ended up married long term because they had some commonalities, they had some common ground, and they took a chance to try something new. And that's what we all need to do going into the new year is say, where am I stuck? Where are my beliefs about love, about relationships, about, about finding love? And how, where can I change these? How can I rewrite these? Even if they're stupid, rewrite them so that it at least expands your mind a little bit. And if you can't think of anything, then go read a book on that particular subject so that you can expand your mind and grow. Because staying stagnant mentally where you're at will just keep producing the same result over and over and over again. And for those of you that want the right relationship, not just any relationship, but the right relationship, you need to be open to whatever that uh, looks like. Um, So... Ron says, amen, unknown, unseen energy travels. Ron, you're a cool dude. Um, I hope I see you at my party. Hey, Maddie. Um, I hope I see you at the party at the event um, on Thursday. So next Thursday, uh, launching um, Lovey, my matchmaking app. And uh, been working hard on this for all you guys. So uh, so um, the party's for singles. So if you guys are watching, listening, uh, DFW, Albernay's, 7 o'clock next Thursday, uh, singles party, band, uh, we have a photographer there, we have a photo booth, so you can, we can take fun pictures and upload them to social media, which everybody loves to do, um, food, got plenty of food, um, and most of all, we get to celebrate the fact that I, somebody, myself, finally cared enough to give you guys something different, (laughs) to do something different, because we've all talked about the fact that dating apps don't work. And, but yet nobody created anything beyond that. You know, what do you have a dating app or a matchmaker? What's in between? Nothing. Well, this is in between. And this is better than me. And, um, and it will be better than me with the AI version. But, um, but this is this is going to be life changing uh, for so many people that are looking for love. So um, I'm super excited. I'm super tired. So sorry that my super excited doesn't really match with my energy right now. I'm just super tired. Uh, but the fourth we will celebrate, and uh, and uh, I hope that everyone that's watching and listening, I hope that every one of you gets what you want this year. That you find what you're looking for. I do. I want that for you. Um, more than you'll ever know. I want that for you. So, um, so I will see you next week and, uh, we'll see you back here for lovability in two weeks. Have a great day. This is Jennifer. Thanks for listening today. And please subscribe to the podcast. Each show, we're going to have new topics and information. If you'd like to find out more about coaching or matchmaking, please go to my website at lovegen.com, or you can find me on my Facebook page, my personal page at Jennifer Styers.